funds and thinks that they're all wrong. One's American and one is an Aussie. Talking about StarCraft 2 and the esports scene. Good day. How are things? I'm okay. All right. Feeling better? Yeah. Good. You just made it sound like maybe you had died, so I wasn't sure. Mysteries. Anywho, I'm not sure how much of that you're going to use for the intro, so should we just do it again, or what? Uh, yeah, do it again. Okay. Hello, Somacron. Hey. How are things? Good, yeah. Good. No, yep. All it's right, fine. excellent. Yep. I hear you're getting over your cold, which is fantastic. Yeah, it's only had it for like a month or something at this point. Right. It's not great. I was thinking the other day, with this working from home thing and not going anywhere and wearing a mask when I do, I have not been sick for a while. Like, I don't mm. remember the last time I was sick, and that's normally not how this works for me. You've been sick for, like, the last two years with the chicken gun your cough. <laughs> sure! But, I mean, an intermittent, persistent cough that shows up every once in a while is fine. Like, I can... I'll trade that for being super sick. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So you haven't gotten sick? Yeah. Demi. So I'm thinking what I'm going to do is never leave my house again. And then I will not be sick. Of course. That's not how that works. Oh. <laughs> okay, how about this? My kids also never go back to school because schools are a cesspool of disease. And I'm sure I've gotten <laughs> things my kids have brought home for me. Oh, 100% that's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. No. So, yes, my plan is my kids never go back to school and I never go back to work and then I'm golden forever. Mhm. Mhm. Uh I was How do you approve of this plan? Yes, I do. Um one of the like YouTubers that I follow, a guy called Dr. Mike, had a video talking about something like this where when you self-isolate for a bit, you don't get sick when you go back into the world because your immune system's worse, right? Because you, your immune system does, it needs to be attacked a very tiny little bit to stay healthy every day, right? Sure. Introduction with germs, swapping, stuff like that. But when you isolate, it doesn't get worse because you're not getting those every day. It gets worse because it becomes hypersensitive. So things that would normally make you not sick will suddenly make, or a little sick, will make you very sick. <laughs> mm. Because it overreacts to things. So when your kids do start going back to school, you will get very sick. Hmm, that doesn't sound good. How about we just avoid that by not ever doing this action of sending them back to school? Hmm? Well, I mean, they're going to have, like, I assume they will go at some point, or at the very least, they will go, uh, grow up and then leave the house and then return at some point. You can't keep them locked in their rooms forever. I think that was the entire plan. I'm pretty sure that's what I said. I never leave my house. My kids never leave. They never go back mm -hmm. to school. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. That's the plan, but I don't think like, plans are a good step one. What you're saying is it's a bad plan. I'm, no, no, the plan's fine. It just won't work. Well, sure. That's a bad plan. <laughs> if your plan is not going to work, it's a bad plan. Mm. Yes? Okay. Mm, no. Really? You disagree? Well, I, if there's a 0% chance of success for your plan, then it's a bad plan. 0%, yes. Yeah, that's what this zero, is, like, right? My plan has a 0% chance well, of working, therefore bad plan. It's not zero. What? Do you, own, do you own a set of like manacles and chains? You could tie them up. I do not. 
Therefore, zero well, percent. Now it's zero Additionally, if my kids never left the house, somebody would come check on me, and then I would go to prison for chaining my kids to wherever I'm chaining them to. So, but you could just chain whoever comes to check on you as well. Uh, maybe the first couple people. But mm-hmm, see, mm-hmm. the way society works is, if you're doing something bad, they'll send larger and more powerful different groups of people after you until they get you. They don't just mm. give up after the first couple. Okay. 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 All right. Same page. What? It- what if you chained everyone up at your neighbor's house and then they couldn't find you? Um, mm-hmm. No one would think to look for you next door. You are a criminal mastermind, Somicron. <laughs> yeah, genius level intellect. They won't yeah. get you <laughs> when the time comes. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I'm just saying I've been healthy. You've been sick because you're still going into work and interacting with people. It's true. That could be it, yeah. Part of it. Also, it's winter. It's never good for yeah. immune systems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I ride a motorbike. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you think that Riding that hurts? It, being in the wind on a motorbike in winter, yes, I think that hurts. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Instead of in a lovely air conditioned box. Interesting. Is it the wind or is it the temperature? Both. Okay. So, like, if right. I drove to work every day and the AC was on to the point that I was as cold as I would be. With AC blowing on me like the wind, that would be as bad for me as if I was on a motorbike, experiencing the same temperature and same wind speed. Maybe, maybe not, because um, a motorcycle helmet cover is like directly in front of your face. So if you have the visor down shut and you don't have enough airflow, you also get like if you ride for long enough, you can get CO two poisoning from your own exhaling. Oh, bad. But okay. If you open the visor a slightly little bit, the wind will literally blow directly up your face, right, like into your nose. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Yeah, bad. Don't do that. So it's getting right into your body. <laughs> okay, very good. Yeah. And if you close the visor, your breath will fog up, and you can't see then. It's There's no good solution here. Other than don't ride a bike. <laughs> yeah, plus your risk of yeah. getting hit and killed in a traffic accident is higher. Yeah. Is it? You don't think so? I mean, I don't know, sir. Hmm. I think it is. I think if we did some research on this, like the number of vehicular accidents that occur where there are fatalities is higher if there's a motorcycle involved than if there's not, I would say. Mm, okay. Do you not think so? I mean, probably. Okay. I, it's just not, I, I'm sure as a motorcycle rider, I'm sure it's not something that is the forefront of your mind at all times. No, but it's... If the chance of fatality is higher, but the chance of getting into the accident in general is lower, doesn't it kind of balance? What's the first part of that equation? If the the chance for fatality is higher, right? If you're on a bike and you get into a wreck, you're yeah. more likely to die. Yeah. But if you're on a bike, you're less likely to get into a crash. Oh. Yeah. Depending on how those sides balance out compared to mm-hmm. regular driving a car mm-hmm. situations. Right. And I'm a pretty good rider. Um, the only accidents I've been in have not been my fault. So, Well, that I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that motorcyclists are causing accidents. I'm just saying <laughs> other people suck at driving. Oh, yeah. And if sure. you get yeah. blindsided by someone who blew through a red light in a car, uh, you're more likely uh-huh. to survive than if you're on a bike. That's all. It's true. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I'll, Motorc- I'll, I will agree. Motorcycle fatality rate in the United States. Well, that's not that. That's how they seem relevant. I'm not there. True. But we're, I mean, okay, fair. 
Let's see. Motorcycle fatality in Australia. There were, ah, here we go. There were 10.8 motorcycle fatalities for every 100 million kilometers traveled in Australia in 2018, compared to 0.4 fatalities per 100 million uh, kilometers traveled for all other road users. That's pretty okay. substantial. That sounds substantial until you then have to look at what is the disparity between other road users and motorcycles. If motorcycle, if there's like 1% of motor, of all uh, road kilometers traveled is motorbikes. That's not actually worse because we take up a, take up such a tiny proportion. It just looks more. No, this is proportional. This is per 100 million kilometers traveled, and it's per mm -hmm. 100 million kilometers traveled. Right, but what's the total of travel done? Right, but that's why if, it's if... per. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, but it does. But it's per. <laughs> no, no. The fact that it's per doesn't matter. What? What? I, what? If if the total is twenty five billion um, for all other road users, yeah. right? And yeah. for every what was it? Hundred million? Hundred thousand? Hundred million kilometers traveled. Right. Every hundred million kilometers traveled, it's four. Right. Point four. But point 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 four or four. Point four was the other motorcyclists one? and ten point eight. Sorry, sorry backwards. Point four for everybody except motorcyclists and ten point eight for motorcyclists. Okay, the point. Okay, I missed the point, so it is a much larger difference than I imagined. Okay, but just by sheer volume of other drivers, that number could still end up being larger, right? You can still end up with twenty five thousand car deaths and ten thousand. Motorcycles, it depends on how many people are riding versus how many people are driving. It doesn't change the statistics. Motorcycle uh, people are more likely to get into the accidents and die, right? That is what that says. But that doesn't mean it's necessarily actually worse. It's because it, the statistics end up being skewed by the uh, distribution of drivers. So you're saying if there's one person riding a motorcycle versus 300 mm. people riding cars. Yes. That's what's making this a different thing, is what mm -hmm. you're arguing. Because, because there are more uh, cars driving 100 million miles, so the per looks lower. Hmm. Hmm. I suppose that's true. Yeah. So what you're saying is you want a statistic where it's for every 10 motorcycles that travel 100 million <laughs> kilometers. <laughs> this is how many accidents we have compared to every 10 non-motorcycles that travel 100 kilometers. Or, sorry, 100 million kilometers. Um, you want to control for how many of each there are in Australia. I mean, want is a strong word. Frankly, I don't really want that. I don't care, particularly. Ah, right. But, but sure. I feel it would be more accurate, more representative, more representative of what's actually happening. Right. Well, you don't like those statistics are fine. You just need to show all the the variables in yeah. there, right? Yeah. That's what I want. Okay. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Science. Science indeed. Said science again. All mm -hmm. right. So anyway, what you're saying is 
part of the reason that you're sick is not just because you're interacting with other people and the public sometimes, but because mm-hmm. you ride a motorcycle, that's part of it. Probably. Fair enough. Probably doesn't help. All right. Cool. Very good. Figure it out. Yep. Yeah. All right. So what else is going on in the world? Ooh, can we talk about this Warhammer thing just for a minute? Sure. If you want. I mean, do you not want to? Um. I mean, I like I don't really know a lot of the specifics, so. I don't either. I was just going to cover okay. just what we've kind of talked about in Discord already. Just any sure. broad sense. Sure. Okay. So, bottom line, I don't know much about Warhammer. Everything I've ever known about Warhammer, I think, has come through Somicron and other people in the Discord. Fair. Uh, I have watched the... What's it called again? The YouTube video? Astartes. Astartes. The Astartes video, which was great, even Uh for somebody with no context for anything. So that's Mm. a testament to how good it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Bottom line, Games Workshop released a statement basically saying Warhammer is for everybody. It's like, yes, we do deal with real world things like racism and violence and genocide in our stories and in our worlds. But we don't condone these things. We don't accept prejudice, hatred, or abuse in our company or in the Warhammer hobby. Um, We'll diversify the cast of characters we portray through miniatures, art, and storytelling so everyone can find representation and heroes they can relate to. If you feel the same way, great. And if you don't, you won't be missed if you go away. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, I don't know, kind of a generally inoffensive take. It's generally inoffensive. But it's more, it's actually more aggressive than I've seen a lot of other big companies do. Definitely. Right? That last line is of everything. like, you will not be missed. Yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Agreed. Yes. That, that's, it's definitely a more of a GTFO, dude. <laughs> right? It is. <sighs> yes, it is. Um, so as a result, some people within the fan base of Games Workshop kind of had their feathers ruffled a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, including a YouTuber who goes by the name of Arch, who has 226,000 subscribers. So he's a pretty big voice in the Warhammer community, I would say. I don't know if he's the biggest, but he's definitely, no. he has an audience. Yeah, he has an audience. That's fair to say. Yeah. So he put out a video basically saying that he's upset about this, that he feels like this is one Warhammer, Warhammer, uh, Games Workshop getting involved in politics which is not something he agrees with. He just wants them to keep doing what they're doing and not get in, you know, not get embroiled in the current political situation. What, what he considers political in the world today. Mm-hmm. And two, he says that for Games Workshop not to accept everyone is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? Like it's like a 10, 12 minute video. I think. I think that's kind of a fair summation of his complaints about this. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the point he tries to make. Yeah, okay. I didn't I didn't watch the entire video because I don't want him to give him my views. So yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, so that's basically what he's saying. Um, so here's the thing. Number one, I don't think I agree with any of the, the any of the statements that Game Workshop made here are political, like. We don't support prejudice, hatred, or abuse. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What political party supports those things? And what's the party that is against them? You know what I mean? Like, uh, how is this political? 
I believe that statement was made in reference with Black Lives Matter. Okay. And so, depending on where you agree on that, it, I don't know. Any Lots of people in government, maybe. Um, well, I mean, could, okay. Right, it's, like, that, it's, it's a, all, it's another lot of set of people's viewpoints, where it's like, oh, we believe that maybe uh, Republicans are um, prejudiced against black people or something like that. Right, that's if it, it's all uh, perspective based, and whether or not you agree with those sentiments as well that matter. Sure, it's one thing if they would have said we align ourselves with the goals of this organization, right? Mm-hmm. That'd be much different from what this is. Mm-hmm. I mean, is the is the phrase "we don't accept or condone prejudice, hatred, or abuse" has that been co opted by any particular group? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. So if anybody wants to read into their aligning directly with the group Black Lives Matter, I think that's a different... That's an argument I, I'm not prepared to have, number one. And two, I just didn't mm-hmm. see that as I read this. Right. He, he's skirting it. Um, hmm. But that's... that. Like, I believe that's why I, that I mean, I, particular... I watched his video. He didn't say anything about Black Lives Matter at all. Yeah, no. He was exactly. as vague as this statement by Games Workshop is. And that's part of my <laughs> complaint about what he's doing, too. Right. Yeah. Is he complains that Games Workshop does this vanilla, inoffensive, doesn't really say anything statement, and they're hiding behind it. Mm-hmm. But then he has his own statement. He wants people to email to Games Workshop, which is the same thing. It's the <laughs> same bland, inoffensive, vanilla, nobody's going to disagree with this on its surface statement. <laughs> it's like, look, man, you can't get mad at them for hiding behind words when you're doing the exact same thing, you doof. Mm-hmm. So that annoyed me. Yeah, uh, the interesting thing um, that when I saw him talking about um, Games Workshop should stay neutral and not be political in any way, right? Which was uh, it reminded me of a picture that I saw ages and ages ago on the Reddit, right? Yep. Which is, I believe, it it was an orc from uh, the, the 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 fantasy version of Warhammer: Age of Sigma. Except it's not Age of Sigma because it was from like the the picture's like thirty years old, and it was an orc carrying a stand uh, like a standard bearer, so it had like a big flag, and I have the image, and I'll show you it. Okay, but it has um oh file is too powerful. <laughs> this image is too big for Discord. What the heck? Yeah, apparently. Ooh, okay. Uh, so I'll send you a link to it. Yeah. Um, it has Margaret Thatcher's face on it. <laughs> and Classic. this image that I found doesn't have the text that was with it. What the heck? Uh, when, when I saw it, it, but it did also have uh, references to her being like a war boss that would beat the, like, the lesser orcs and stuff. So Games Workshop has been political for a while, right? <laughs> They've been willing to make those statements before and be like yeah we, we there are things we agree and disagree with hmm, for okay. like years already right like this isn't new for them gotcha right? so for arch yeah. to say games workshop has just been in their own little corner making their stories and not paying attention to the world at large is a lie. right yes and it's also a lie for him to say that uh like one of the opening statements in his video is that oh we've seen the pl- uh all of our hobbies like get slowly more political, like Marvel and Star Wars, and now it's happening to Warhammer. But no, we have a chance to stop. No, no, no. It's always been this way. Yeah. Like, yep. 
calm down, dude. Yeah, it's weird. Be a better be a better person, dude. I mean, I don't know how much of this is just like he's a YouTube content creator and he just needs stuff to content. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I mean, maybe. Like I there's, mean, maybe. A, there's yeah. a certain level of this, I think. For I look at people who are much more creative in the things that they do, and I'm like, uh-huh. man, that much creativity is so hard. All I do is cast. Like casting mm. is not a creative endeavor for the most part. Uh, but people mm. who are like, I'm gonna create something new here every couple days or every week. It's just it's so easy to get burned out. So yeah, part of it is I wonder if he was just like, I need content and this is something people will get riled up about this will get shared people will hate it or people will love it i don't know it's, it's kind of a cynical approach for looking at it but i think that may be a possibility maybe i don't know um. so that's the other thing like i mm, so i personally feel like there are a bunch of companies today media in general who are trying to do good things who are trying to increase representation of minorities in their media but mm-hmm. sometimes it seems like they feel like all they have to do is include a minority in a leading role and then their work is done. Right. And this is the same for all media everywhere. Sometimes just it's poor. It's, it's a poor outcome. It's not a lot of work is put into it. Not a lot of brilliance is there. Mm. But it just feels kind of more noticeable when, you know, it's all about diversity, but then it's not funny and it's not really great with the action and the story's not interesting. And it's like, well, what? what's the point? Like, the reason Black Panther's great is not because it has a diverse story. It's because it's good. And there's a diverse story going on here with diverse cast members and actors I mean, and stuff. Uh, I mean, I, I would argue to the relative greatness of Black Panther, but that's a story for another time. It's not yes. shit. It, I will... I will concede it's not shit right? it's not the greatest thing of all time right like it has a couple of like major just like why didn't you like what's going on in this scene <laughs> right why yeah which it but all marvel movies to... have that yeah yes but that one like really stands out because people like to tow it as being great and Correct. it's not it's perfectly within the bell curve of goodness when it comes to marvel it's not you know um infinity war levels of good but it's also not thor 2 levels of bad correct right it's i'd say in the top half of the mcu we'd have to make a list we'd have to make a list (laughs) (laughs) hang on a second ranking of mcu movies i guess mcu movies is um redundant (laughs) it's true Okay, so according to RottenTomatoes.com, mm-hmm. we have... Oh, hang on a second. Yes, I know. I have ad blocker running. I'm sorry. <coughs> so Thor Dark World is the worst. Mm-hmm. At? Oh, at as far as rankings are concerned? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you had mentioned Rotten Tomatoes, I assume, for a reason. Yeah, sorry. 66%. Incredible uh-huh. Hulk at 67%. Iron Man 2 at 73 Uh-huh. This is uh, audience score or tomato meter? Um, I don't know. How can I tell? It's just a picture of a tomato. Then it's probably the tomato meter. Okay. And, I mean, that's been a different thing over the years, hasn't it? Like, how the critics respond to something versus how the public does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So then it goes of Age of Ultron, which is fair. I find Age of Ultron to be pretty forgettable in almost every way. Uh, Thor 1, which is probably where we start getting into, like, I think that was a good movie. Not a great movie. It was fine. Mm-hmm. At 77%. So, like, that's how good the MCU is. Like, the fifth worst movie is a 77% on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. That's right. pretty good. Captain mm-hmm. Marvel, Iron Man 3. They have Captain Marvel worse than Iron Man 3. I don't know if I... I mean, there's not really anything to agree with. This is just general ratings, but... Uh, it's also a 1% difference. It is. It is. But, like, I enjoyed Captain Marvel way more than I enjoyed Iron Man 3. Like, I remember th- enjoying parts of Captain Marvel, and Iron Man 3 has just kind of faded into the nothingness for me. Okay. Of course, you I... love Iron Man more than I do, so... Yeah, yeah. I can, I can remember Iron Man 3 much better than I can Is Captain that the Marvel. one where he blows up all his suits? Yeah. And then they're all back, like, in the next movie? Uh, sort of. Okay. He blows them all up and replaces them with the Iron Legion, which are all standardized. These the suits he blows up are all specialist individuals, specialist suits. Um, so, so there is a difference. Well, yeah, I know. But the whole point was he's with Pepper, and he's like, "I'm done with this way of life. It's too dangerous for us. I'm gonna blow up all my suits in this grand, like, gesture, mm-hmm. right?" Mm-hmm. And, and then, then he couldn't all put the it down, and no, he couldn't. yeah, he couldn't put it down, and then they continue that storyline baseball well, pepper left him <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah it just even like here's the thing even as someone who doesn't know the whole iron man story i didn't mm-hmm. when that happens i'm like that's stupid like there's no way he's actually gonna give up the suits no matter what mm-hmm. i don't care what's mm-hmm. happening right now this is a mm-hmm. dumb empty gesture that doesn't mean anything stop trying to make me feel things movie score that's all chill uh, Captain America, 16, Ant-Man, 15, Guardians of the Galaxy, 14, Infinity War, 13, Ant-Man and the Wasp, 12. Ant-Man and the Wasp is better than Ant-Man, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Press X to doubt. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp is good. I really liked it. It was fun. Mm, fun. But the first Ant-Man was better. Cool. Doctor Strange, Winter Soldier, Far From Home. Wait. Oh, that was Guardians 2 back there. Sorry. Guardians uh-huh. 1 is at number 8. Mm-hmm. Civil War, Avengers, Homecoming, Ragnarok, Iron Man, Endgame, then Black Panther. Black so, Panther, for Black Panther, number 1, right. Mm, yeah. So, that's the other end of this, right? Is uh, some people also see diversity and inclusion of minorities as artistic excellence. Mm-hmm. It's not the same thing. Right. Like, it's a laudable goal. I don't have a problem with it. But you, it doesn't get bonus points because you did it. I don't know. That's all. Mm. So here's the thing. I don't see that as injecting politics into my media. If, okay. if Arch or anybody else thinks that including non-white straight people in their movies is politics, then I disagree wholeheartedly. Right. It's not politics. That is no. just, it's inclusion. It's mm-hmm. the thing we should be doing as a society. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. So that's it. I mean, what's annoying is he didn't, in his video, he didn't specifically say anything he disagreed with about the stance. He didn't say 
you know, because I believe this, people are going to come after me. He just said witch hunts are going to start and they've already started and they're going after people. And it's like, okay, look. Name someone. I know, right? Name something. Name someone. (laughs) What are we complaining about here? Are you mad because there's a witch hunt going after someone who is like a hardcore racist? Because in that case, (laughs) I don't know. He's probably mad because there are witch hunts after him. I guess. Like there are there are like people meme about it on um, the subreddit already that he's, on the Warhammer. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Um, I will show you uh, one. Yeah, throw that into a chat. This one was titled "Arch Fans Be Like," <laughs> and then the bottom image is just. Oh my um, gosh, it's huge! Why is it so big? Why is it not readable? Uh, yeah, you got to zoom in. Um, I'm but zoomed bas- in, and that text in the bottom one is not readable. Hmm. That's interesting, because it's readable on the subreddit. Yeah. Should just link me to the post? The image. Oh, there. Hmm. Try that one. Or is it... It might just be the compression? Oh, no. This nope, that's much better. Yeah. This one's fine. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. just uh, screenshots of Arches, how he talks in his, his, Reddit, uh, his server, Discord server. Like, from May, too. That's good. This mm-hmm. isn't, like, f- ten years ago. No. <laughs> this is very recent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> so, so, basically, <laughs> he's upset there might be some consequences for his public racist thoughts. Awesome, dude. Way to go, Arch. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, all right. I think we can write him off then. It's done. Yeah. He's doing his best to try to avoid those consequences. I don't know if it's working. Yeah, yeah. I doubt it. What a doof. Mm. All right, mm. well, yeah. I mean, the tricky thing is, I do think there are situations where the witch hunt goes after people for stuff like that was 10 years ago and at mm-hmm. the time was com- considered totally socially acceptable. And like now we're mad at this person? Mm-hmm. There was a YouTube video posted on Reddit that I saw yesterday where, <laughs> where he's watching The Hangover. Mm-hmm. And the, have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. So there's the moment where they come to pick up their buddy mm-hmm. and he's in the house with his wife. Mm-hmm. And they go paging Dr. Gaisler, right? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> he's sitting there watching it and he laughs and he looks over and there's somebody sitting next to him with society. 2010 like written in sharpie and pasted on his shirt right yeah so he's like all right i'm gonna tweet about this and it's hilarious in the 2010 era and everyone considers this comedy to be the peak of comedy at the time it's the greatest funniest thing of all time Mm -hmm. and boy i sure hope society's not going to come back after me later and society's like no this is great this is there will be no negative consequences to this at all and then it fast forwards Mm -hmm. to 2020 and it's just him doing a youtube apology video about it (laughs) And it's like, yes, you can't, I don't know. I don't like getting after people for doing stuff that was largely socially acceptable at the time they did them. We can only hold people to the standards of their own time. I don't think 10 years ago counts as a different time, <laughs> right? Okay. Like, I, I definitely don't think uh, for something like that, you should be like, oh, let's boycott all Zach Galifianakis, Zach Galifianakis movies, right? I don't think you should be, like, punishing him, but you should be noting that if it's a trend that continues or if he doesn't seem like 
rem- like I say him, I, Zach Galifianakis, <laughs> as far as I weigh, didn't write the scene or whatever. Right. But, um, but if you talk to him about it, and he's like, yeah, I wish I hadn't done that now, then it's like, okay, it's fine, we can move on. But if he's like, no, fuck you, it's still funny. <laughs> right? That's a whole yeah. other problem. Yeah. That, no, totally. That's... <laughs> 100%. I agree. But, I'm not saying we need to look at the past and condone things that we consider bad today. We shouldn't mm-hmm. idolize it. No. Mm. But we can't punish people for stuff they did 10 years ago in the atmosphere where it was fine. It's... It's it's fuzzy, right? It's a fuzzy thing. Like George Washington mm-hmm. owned slaves. And the mm-hmm. best thing he ever did about slavery was he ordered them to be freed upon his death. Which is like the most <laughs> milk toast stance you can take against slavery, right? Right. <laughs> like I want the slave to be well, well, I guess I kinda want my slaves to be free, sort of, but only after I'm dead and it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> yeah. Right. They can be free when I don't need them. Yes. <laughs> it's like the bottom rung of being anti-slavery. It is the lowest right. level. It's the bottom rung that's like it's made of pure iron and it's set half in water and it's starting to rust. It's still pretty shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So here's and the you- thing. I am totally fine with us looking at George Washington and going, his slavery was bad as applies as applied to our current situation. We should not condone slavery at all. Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't be like, if George Washington was alive today, we need to like put him in prison. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just not. I mean, if, it doesn't make any if, sense. If he were alive today... I would be surprised that he wasn't in prison because people would be like trying to dissect him for being like 300 years old, but that's a story for another time. Um, that's fair. I do, but like I, you said, I do, with Galifianakis, I, right? It comes I, with an attitude change, right? I do think you then need to have a look at these people who can't change because they were a, 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 from a long time ago and dead now. Period. A, yeah, a period greater than 10 years, and say, okay, well, this person can't change. But the standards at which we use them can. Should we still have this person on? Is he on money? I don't know. He's on like, the quarter. Yes, <laughs> he's on the quarter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this. Like we have someone who owns slaves on our money, right? Yeah. <laughs> is that something we still want to want? Uh, that that should be something you look at now, and that's a good thing. That because you can change those things, right? You have a chance to update. Um, update these things with a modern interpretation. Yes. Or perspective, I should say. <sighs> yes. But again, this is what I'm talking about. This is the fuzziness of the whole thing. Do we teach about him in history class? Probably we should. But we don't have him on our money. But what, like, help me out here. What's our, what is well, okay. the big difference So on, on money is an idolization. It's like putting up a statue, right? This, someone, this is someone we consider to be important. If you teach about them in history class, you can say this person was important. And here's why. But here is also why we don't, you know, celebrate this person anymore. Hmm. It's because he was good at the time. He was an, a pinnacle of an ideal we once had. That is now below what we're aiming for. We're continuing to push higher. Yes. Right? But that's what we're doing teaching, teaching all the time. Kid. Yeah, all the time. And we should continue to do that. 
Right. So basically, the argument is we shouldn't put anybody on money or have statues of anyone from longer than a certain time period ago because it is guaranteed they will have believed and done things that we disagree with in 2020. Uh huh. Sure. So like maybe 10 years. <laughs> we sh- no building statues of anyone unless it was something for someone that did something great 10 years ago, and then maybe. Well, maybe we I can mean, do it. But then we have the Galifianakis problem. Personally, I think we can just get away with st- like do away with statues. I don't. So think no statues. Those. Right. No. Got it. <laughs> That's personally no. Okay. But like, I don't know. Is it really such a terrible idea to think we shouldn't be idolizing slave owners? Hmm. So, it's rough. It's rough. Because here's the thing. There will be things that we do that future generations will be like, what an abhorrent generation. I can't believe mm-hmm. they did this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, I mean, yeah. what about, what if it's eating animals? Like, uh-huh. what if in a hundred years, yeah. <laughs> in a hundred uh-huh. years, people look at 2020 and go, those guys ate animals. They're mm-hmm. monsters. And they can tear down my statue. Yeah, that's fine. Because mm. I, I like eating cows. They taste very good. And until a sufficiently tasty replacement comes along, I'm not going to stop. I might slow down, but I'm not going to stop. Fair. And they, they can take me off their money if they will. Because I will be dead. I will be dead. Yes. They can have the... I will free all the cows upon my death. Right? The chickens too. <laughs> And not, uh, not just the cows, but the chicken too. <laughs> the women and the children. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, it's fine. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So the Falcon Paladin Hour has an official no statues policy. I sign off on this. I think we're on the <laughs> same page. It's good. Yep. And instead, you can use holograms because they can be easily changed. Ooh, true. Yeah. And birds won't shit on them. I mean, try, like, from the air. <laughs> Just couldn't sit on them and do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. All right. Well, that's enough. So, okay. But just back to the original point of the Games Workshop thing. Uh Uh-huh. What he's trying to do is be like, this is a fuzzy situation and people are getting attacked for stuff. Uh, I don't know about it. But no, he's on the other side of the line. He's mm-hmm. on the other side of the line of things that have been bad. And not just bad now, bad forever ago. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know when the last time racist thoughts were publicly spoken in America. I guess, hmm, depends on where you are. Uh-huh. But I mean, generally socially accepted by the entire country. The 60s, probably. Uh, again, it's all a matter of perspective. Um, it is. Like... Your president tweeted out that he's working hard to stop the the invisible China virus. People would consider that to be racially offensive. Yes. That was yesterday. Not generally socially acceptable by the entire country. That's what I said. But generally, yeah. Like, I I guarantee you all all of his supporters think that's fine. Or at least a large percentage. a large percentage of them do. Okay, right, fine. But if you're going yeah. to say that all of Trump supporters are racist, then fine. No, I, I'm not We're saying. I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not saying all of his supporters are racist. I'm saying that some Enough people of them. wouldn't consider it racist. They would simply they would consider it an accurate fact, and therefore race, racism doesn't apply because it's accurate. Hmm. 
So the question is how to apply the label. Mm -hmm. And that gets murky too. Excellent. Very good. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it. That turned out to be a lot longer than I wanted it to be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let's uh, finish up with some uh, a much lighthearted topic. Uh, Ubisoft. Have you heard about Ubisoft? Uh, Yeah. I heard there were a bunch of accusations of like sexual harassment and assault and stuff. Yeah, good times over at Ubisoft, um, and HR repeatedly use their resources to move people around, and, like, That's exactly like everyone does when this stuff happens. Yeah, yeah. The Catholic Church. <laughs> yep. The most well-known um, mm-hmm, abuser mm-hmm. of this ability. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, no safety there. Ubisoft, bag of dicks, turns out. Turns um, out. Probably won't be getting Far Cry 6, personally. CCO reportedly held business meetings in strip clubs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Aren't they French? Isn't Ubisoft French? Um, yeah, I believe they're in Canada, so yeah. So they're Quebecois? Oh. Gosh dang it. How do... Where's... Je m'appelle... Sure. I don't Wiki. know. Je m'appelle... Sure. <laughs> We have any French listeners? They're gonna be real mad at you. They're headquartered in Montreal, so they are Quebecois. They have studios oui. all over the earth, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, here's mm-hmm. my thing. I feel like France, French culture in general, is uh, a little bit slower to come along the "don't sexually harass people" train uh-huh, compared to sure. other countries. I, I will say I will agree that that is your opinion. Yeah, I don't. I don't know enough about French to personally say anything. The thing is, one of the headquarters is in France. What the guy? Yeah, but it said Montreal. Oh, hang on, that's not Montreal. Ubisoft. No, that's Montreal. That's Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> what the crap? Okay, so it's basically in Paris. They are French. Yeah. Okay. But very... That doesn't doesn't. It's not an excuse. Uh, what was the name of the CEO, dude? The CCO? CEO. Serge. Ve- Ve- Serge something. Yeah. Um, uh, Serge Ascoet. Ve- no, Vez Gulimut. Is he the CEO? Because this CEO. is the CCO that I was talking about. No, no, no. But, uh, okay. no, no, because no, uh, the CEO also had uh, allegations against him. Yeah. Uh, oh no, not allegations against him. He basically came out and was like, mm, "This is the first I've heard of this." Classic. Um, which either suggests that he's lying or he's incredibly incompetent. Um, yeah. If you <laughs> <laughs> Assuming the allegations are true, if you didn't know about them, either yes, <laughs> you're a liar or you are terrible at being the CEO. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, that's that's. I don't know, I've been kind of waiting for the hammer to come down on France. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty racist and sexist in general. Which, again, I'm America. I can't really point fingers. <laughs> Just saying, like on the on the list of countries who are better at this than others, France is towards the bottom. Hmm. I mean, I'm not familiar with France, so that's pretty much it, right there. Yeah. In 2015, a group of staff in Bulgaria were watching a trailer for Star Wars, The Force Awakens, featuring the actor John Boyega, who is black. People just collectively went, hey, look, it's a monkey, says Faye Versoul, a former designer on the team. Good stuff, guys. Mm -hmm. Really great. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Just uh, uh, <laughs> real progressive. Yeah, yeah. One of the um, one of the guys that was uh, had allegations against him. One of the allegations was he suggested that one of the female co-workers be bent over and fucked until she understood what it meant right like when in talking about in terms of like a decision coming up that he was like leaning towards mm-hmm. Th- these are some classy motherfuckers yes yeah so think twice before um buying another ubisoft game <laughs> people please yeah um, i guess so because as long as you keep buying these things they will feel no pressure to change because the the games media industry doesn't want to say much and because they might lose access right they might lose their free copies they might lose their early access to events and giveaways and their free shit um so don't buy it <laughs> please yeah I don't, I mean, hmm, I don't know if there's much hope of that happening. But oh, yeah, no, no. Like, I don't think there's a lot of hope, which is why I'm asking. Got it. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Ubisoft, bad times. Yeah. Oh, God. I was watching Jim, um, Jim Sterling's video. Apparently, their entire HR department asked for, um, like... Uh, what's the word clemency they were like we want in, like immunity like immunity yeah yeah we want to be like our names are out of the papers otherwise we're all leaving to go and talk because they knew that they had been their resources had been abused to hide abusers <laughs> right yeah good luck with that everyone yeah good luck let's 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 actually move on to something happy <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. I mean, that's the big problem with this whole thing is part one is, yes, the big issue is that people are acting this way. And two is mm-hmm. the cover up aspect of it. Like. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. So let's talk about decadence. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So decadence. Omicron recommended it to me. It's a show that's actively coming out. So I can't just binge the whole season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Much um, to my disappointment. Unlike most of the anime that I've ever watched, to be honest. Mm. I'm trying to think. Attack on you watched Titan? My, my Hero Academia, One Punch yep. Man Season 2. You probably watched Air at Air. That's true. Tweet. There are exceptions. Mm. So anyway, it uh, reminds me of... What's that movie that just came out based on books? Uh, narrows it down. Mortal Engines. Yeah, I was about to say that one. That looks yep. terrible. <laughs> I know. It did not get good ratings at all. It's got a 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. So the basic concept of Mortal Engines and Decadence, kind of, is that there are moving cities capable of traveling across the globe. And Mm. to give you a, I guess, a bit of safety against the enemies and monsters that exist in the natural world. Mm -hmm. Where Decadence uh, differs is, I believe, far as we're aware, two episodes in, uh, there is only one city so yes, they're, they're, they're not fighting against other cities. They're right, just trying to, to stay alive against the monsters, right? Yes, yes. Did you end up finding a place to watch episode two? I was going to watch it today because it's available, but then work was nuts. And I mm. didn't even get a lunch break. So, uh, okay, no. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. 
I watched um, episode one, obviously, and I'll watch two today. We'll talk about it next week. Maybe three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So episode one is jam-packed. It is mm-hmm. so much information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't slow down at all. Like, basically, it inter- introduces you to the main character. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gives you some backstory. It does. It starts with kind of a... Is it called a flashback if it starts in the past and then moves to Ooh. the future? I, I don't know. That's a very good question. I, I guess it would depend on whether or not we think the character was remembering that moment. Yeah. I don't think she was. I think it it just starts off with a little world building and then like flashes forward eight years or so. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And so bottom line, there's a city of thousands, tens of thousands. thousands. It's real big. Mm-hmm. Moving around on giant tractor treads across the world, and every once in a while, monsters attack, and so they defend themselves, but also they harvest some kind of something from the monsters they use to power their mm. city, it, it seems like. For all intents and purposes, it's probably their blood, right? Yeah. Like they can use their blood as like an emulsion, um, or a fuel, an energy source of some description. Uh, and they also cut up and eat the monsters. Uh, correct. That's their yep. protein. That's the, that's the protein. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, and there appears to be a warrior race that lives with them as well. That right. is the the fighters. Yes. Yeah. So it's a great world build. I mean, it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, just thinking back to all the information contained in episode one is just dead impressive of how much they were able to pack in there. So mm-hmm. kudos mm-hmm. for that. It's always good to start off your thing fast. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But it's good. Good character so far. Good action. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Introducing some mystery, obviously. I mean, they're just hitting all the right notes. So it's good so far. Good so far. I really want to talk about episode two. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> like. Do you. I can watch it tonight and then we can record 10 minutes. Tomorrow. Uh. Sure, that should be fine. Okay. That'll work. Yeah. Great. Uh, cool. So just pause the recording here. Uh, yeah. Let's do that. We can do a time. A few moments later. So decadence. Uh, you are not kidding. That episode two is much different from episode one. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> episode one's all like. It's the end of the world. One girl stands alone, wanting to murder aliens. And then episode two is like, hi, we're cute programs, playing a video game. (laughs) We're playing Um, World of Warcraft. It's pretty fun. The microtransactions are a bit steep. Um, This one guy wants to remove his limiter restrictions, though. (laughs) That's kind of cool. It's very anime. The concept of a Mm -hmm. limiter is just everything, everyone, ever. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so I guess spoiler alert if you're planning on watching this show. Episode 2 reveals that basically the humans are inside like a bubble mm-hmm. on Earth. And mm-hmm. like robots or cyborgs are outside of that bubble. And the inside of the bubble is basically an MMORPG for them. MMORPG. Yes. There we go. Yes. For them. Yeah. It's basically an MMOR. Um, it's such an ambitious storyline to be like, hey, there's these humans you can identify with, but also mm-hmm. there's this whole other thing going on of like box looking creatures that are alive <laughs> yeah. and have personalities and stuff, but it's kind of hard to relate to them in a lot of ways. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't know. I, I don't know if yeah. I'm quite there yet. I mean, it helps that one of the characters that we know in the real world uh, is one of these robots. I need to figure mm. out if they're cyborgs or not. I think they might be cyborgs. So Summercron and I watched episode three together just now, and we had mm -hmm. a discussion about whether or not the actual beings that are populating the Earth outside of humanity, whether they are people that have been turned mm. into robots in some way, or whether they're just robots that have sentience. Because mm. so, it's not clear. <laughs> it is unclear. <laughs> Super unclear. Uh, Problem is, it's brand new, so there's not a lot of content about it. My theory is that some of them are, or some of them were people, and some of them aren't. Because we've seen, like, like the system... Like, literally take these things apart and be like, your data is ours, you're dead, though, because you removed your limiter. <laughs> yeah, and there, so there's Which, nothing in there that's human. Right. Exactly. Uh, but but I imagine that if this thing's been doing it for, like, the last several hundred years, it's going to need new things, like play things at some point. So it's got to be generating them itself. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think... I guess maybe the first or second generations were people that had been cyborged into cyborgs, right? Mm -hmm. But after right. that, it just became we're just creating sentient, entirely sentient robots. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. They have personality, they have weaknesses and ambitions, and they can make their own choices and stuff. Mm -hmm. But they're not human. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Although we're not told what choices they're there to make, right? We, we, we were given some backstory about like oh, you know, this is, uh, like, you foolish humans couldn't make the right choices and keep order and the entire world got, like, CO2'd to death. And that's where we came in, right? Yeah. And we had all these choices, like, programs being made to make choices, but we're not sure what they're there to make. They just played the MMO. Yeah, that's all we know. Yeah. So their goals that's are all... like, don't destroy Earth because we live here. <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> and two it seems like a lot of them are interested in playing this game right i feel like a lot of them just play the game and that the humans aren't really in any danger right like the system wants to keep the game running right the go the game needs to be balanced it needs to have npcs and what better than to use the humans and so there is no actual threat to them for the most part i guess not Although right. episode three did just end with a big old attack on their city, so that's true. It does seem a little more dangerous, maybe than than what you're saying. I don't know. We'll see. It's true. We did. We did just get out of, uh, <laughs> um, like while we were having that conversation, we were like, "Hmm, I wonder if the anime is all that dark. Like, is it going <laughs> to be a dark anime?" And you're like, "No, come on. The main character is too bright and bubbly." And then like their fortress city crashes it's on like completely inoperable won't move and like the tidal wave of blood that they float in green alien blood that they also use for electricity or something like uh forms a tsunami and probably drowns dozens of people it's implied we don't necessarily see that though <clears throat> that's true it's implied it's highly implied it is yeah. so yeah there might be some more stuff going on here than the first couple of so a couple episodes would imply Mm. Yeah, that's true. 
So, so I don't know. I mean, the other interesting thing that I find here is that in this robot world, there is one overarching system mm-hmm. that seems like it might not have sentience. It just coldly and calculatedly absorbs information and makes decisions for everybody. Mm-hmm. But obviously, they don't have to follow them. People break the law. People break the system. People rebel against the system. Not people. Mm-hmm. The robots do. So yeah. who's ever making these robots, whoever's building them, is giving them free will. It's not only self-awareness and sentience. It's free will to completely mm. disobey whatever the system is telling them to do, which seems entirely counterproductive. If you're building a whole thing to where the system knows the right decision, mm-hmm. why do your people have the ability to not do what the system wants them to do? It makes no sense. I, who knows? Right. Like we're the three episodes in, we have no answers to these. We barely, <laughs> we barely have enough information to form the questions. Effectively, yeah, <laughs> we're getting yeah. there. <laughs> but it's but it's a good show. It's good. It's fun. We had a Rocky montage where the main character mm-hmm. got taught how to fight the monsters by the other main character, and mm-hmm. they played mm-hmm. Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> and... I wish. <laughs> Yeah, and then she got a free uh, like arm out of it. Uh, yeah, no. she did. She got a new she prosthetic a... arm because she lost most of her arm as a child, and she's had a prosthetic mm-hmm. ever since with like three fingers. Mm-hmm. Now she has five fingers, mm-hmm. and a needle launcher attachment. <laughs> yeah, she can fire harpoons directly from her hand mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. having to carry like a harpoon gun. I guess whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah, a, a harpoon gunner. Yeah. Yeah. Harpoon, yeah. Yep. Super harpoon fun. launcher. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, it's good. Anyway. We recommend Decadence. Mm-hmm. For so, sure. So far, very fun. It's only twenty-minute episodes. It's not crazy investment. No. I mean, what other TV is coming these days? The pickings are a little slim. Um. Yeah, a little bit slim. I'm sure I could find something else. I like mean, this life. If there's Are one industry watch... that's doing okay, it's anime, I guess. <laughs> yes. Are you planning on watching Fire Force season two? Yeah. When's that coming out? It started. Son of a. We did have this conversation, and I forgot. <laughs> Let's see if I have it. Uh, I'm logging in the Crunchyroll, and Weeb just posted on the Discord about how Crunchyroll's mean to its people. It's true. Let's see. Blah, 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 blah. Fire Force. Next episode, 24. Is that? Um, no. no. No, 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 no. That's right here. No. So they start new up, new season. Episode 1 and 2 are out. Oh, and mm. 3. Crikey. All right. Crikey. I should watch Fire Force. I think I've said this before, but like Fire Force... <laughs> Is one of the shows I really like watching it when I'm watching it. And I think it's interesting and has good characters and it's funny and stuff. But I never think about it when I'm not actively <laughs> watching it. It never comes across my mind, and no one's ever talking about it other than you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a weird show that way. It is weird, yeah. Uh, but all right, I want to give I want to give you a one episode recommendation. Okay, for a show. So there's a show called Gleipnir, right? Spell it. G L E I P N I R. Uh Crunchyroll doesn't know what that is. Okay, okay. You uh that's interesting. I think. Um 
but basically the show i don't want you to watch the show i want you to watch the i think it's the second to last episode because it's it's its own little mini sub story right and there are there are parts that like connect it to the main story it's the show about the furries sort of it's the one where they climb into like giant suits or that are bears and wolves and things. Come on. No, 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 no. That's only one character. I mean, if you look up Gleipnir, the image is a person climbing into a suit of a wolf. What do you yes. want from me? Right, that, that's the main character. And like the story is completely bonkers, right? So it's not all about furries is what you're telling me. No, it is all about furries. But... Oh. Well, kind of. There is an actual furry. What the story is about, right, it's is... It's on Netflix? Oh, not on my Netflix. Sorry, continue. Mm-hmm. What the story is about is an alien, uh, an alien race that had become so powerfully smart, they compressed themselves into information, and then they were traveling across the stars for all eternity, and they crashed on Earth, right? And mm-hmm. the form they took with like, these coins. And so one of the aliens took a human form, and he's like giving out superpowers for people who can retru- uh, recover his lost comrades and friends. And so they, you bring him a coin, he gives you a superpower. And, Sounds but fair. The, it's a vending machine. Su- right, the vending machine. The superpower is entirely up to you. It's whatever you wish for. He's granting wishes, essentially. Holy but crap. The main character doesn't remember why or how he got the power that he does, which is to turn into, like, the dog-wolf... Um, costume suit and with a giant zipper on the back uh-huh. and people can climb inside he doesn't know how he got that that's how the story starts um so but the story is kind it's it's okay it's not amazing right it's a bit slow in like episodes five to ten um but episode 12 has a little sub story where they reveal um kind of information about like the big bad but it it's a significantly separate story right it kind of has a twist of like the main characters realize they're not the main characters and that this is someone else's story but uh-huh. that's always so fun. yeah so i I'm, I'm gonna double check but i'm pretty sure it's episode 12 and i think you'll really like that story and if you liked that episode go back and watch watch the rest hmm. all right yeah I'm trying to find it. Apparently, only Funimation has it here in the U.S. Crunchyroll and Hulu, nope. Hmm, it's interesting. Um, I don't, I don't want Premium Plus. Just let me see what I can get with Funimation. Free trial, maybe. I'm not paying for this, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> that's that's fair. <laughs> if you need to, you can VPN into my Anime Lab account. They're not a free Funimation. Account? I, oh, there is now. Okay, I found it. Let's see if Gleipnir is free. Also, the word Gleipnir not used entirely in the show. <laughs> like, at all. Huh, sounds so alright. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that word correctly. Dude, they're like... They're kind of scary. They're kind of Five Night at Freddy's a little bit. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Episode 12, where the promise was made. I'm pretty sure that's the episode. 90% sure. And... Yeah. Does it let... Oh, it's playing. Yep. yep, that's the episode. All right, well, that's easy peasy. I don't have to pay. It really wanted me to get premium, but <laughs> apparently I didn't need it, so cool. I, yeah. That's hilarious. 
All right, fine. I'll watch this crazy furry show for you. <laughs> Thank you. I, and I'm just like I'm gonna throw it out there. There will be things at like the end half that don't make sense, right? Uh huh. I'm expecting. Look, I'm picking up a show on episode twelve. I expect nothing <laughs> to make sense, to be honest. And like, right? But what I'm gonna tell you is just pay attention to the story about the four or five high school kids. Okay, that's all you need. All right. Yeah. Okay. Deal. Deal. Uh, did you want to drink something? I did. I, you know, my throat's a little dry. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. a little parched. Yeah. Mmm. Smells like Sprite, to be honest. I am drinking. Chilsung Cider, <laughs> sponsors of the GSL. Yeah. It's kind of just Sprite. <laughs> oh my God. Except flat. It's like flat Sprite. That's amazing. I mean, it's not like, bad. Super flat? Yeah, like there's no bubbles. It's uncarbonated from what I can tell. So, would you buy it again? Um, Honestly, I can't think of a reason to buy flat Sprite. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say no to it if I was, like, walking through a shop somewhere and they had it. And I was like, oh, I could use something different, like, right? But I'm not going to order, like, a case for my home. <laughs> I can't see myself drinking it on the regular. Fair enough. Yeah. This part of the podcast is brought to you by the GSL. Watch GSL. <laughs> Did you still sponsor anything? That'd be amazing if they did. I don't think they do. I don't think they do either. No. Hilarious. no. <laughs> they, they sponsor Maru. Maru's incredible track record. It's track record of not making it to the playoff in GSL Season 2. God. Can you believe that? Yeah. Dude, it's Maru. Like, M- Maru could lose eight games in a row. <laughs> in the GSL, like, the group stage round one. I'd be like, yep, that sounds like Maru. Ugh. Or he could win it, and I'd be like, yep, that sounds like Maru. <laughs> He's wildly inconsistent. Yeah, it's it's so rare to have a player who genuinely feels like they could be in first or in last and be like, well, yeah. No surprise, none, zero. Yeah, yeah. No, I saw that, and I was like, huh, Maru didn't make it through. Hmm. <laughs> no the, part the, of the, me was like, what? <laughs> the real question is, who am I going to pick for the playoffs? Dude, Rogue is the last hope for there to be two Zergs in the playoff for GSL Season 2. Two. That's fine. That's fine. Two, like, uh, two is balanced, though. Two out of eight? Not balanced. Yeah, but you, no, it has to be. Someone, no. has to, someone has to have two because it's 3-3-2. Three, three, That's as close to balance as you can get. Someone has to be the two. Fine. <laughs> still. I still if, maintain <laughs> Zerg is not overpowered. Serral and Rainer are just really good at StarCraft. Uh-huh. No, I'm on board, yeah. Yeah. I mean... Looking at the group, uh, yeah, Rook might not even get out. I know, right? That is not an easy group by any stretch. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. God, could you imagine a playoffs in GSL where the only Zerg is Don Regu? What year is it? What year is it? (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Incredible. Another quick news before we go. They released some more Squadrons footage. Um, oh, which, did they? Yeah. So, what's his face? Eckert's Ladder put out a video, and he is in love with the beta he's been allowed to play. 
And just mm -hmm. one thing, he said specifically, he was able to talk with some people involved on the team, and the lead developer said he went back and he played X-Wing versus TIE Fighter from mm -hmm. 1997, and that is where he drew the inspiration from. So mm -hmm. it is. It's very much 90s Star Wars flight sim combat. It is not Battlefront in any stretch. It is not anything that has been made in the last 20 years. It is going back to the 90s, and I could not be more excited for that. It's cool. good. He's like, it doesn't hold your hand. You die a lot. There are no, like, firing indicators of, like, fire here to hit this ship that's traveling in that direction so you can lead him. Like, there's no hand-holding. It's like, here, do your thing. Fire. And wherever you shoot, you're going to shoot. Figure it out. Hmm. So, I'm looking forward Look, to it. Definitely going to buy it. Were you pl what, what game were you playing on stream today? Uh, this is X-Wing Alliance from 1999. It's the last of this type of game that we ever got until Squadrons. Okay, because it totally did have leading targets that I saw while I was watching you play. Uh, yeah, like the reticle lights up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you're aiming at the area where it is. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. So that is something they did in 99. But I think what he was talking about in Battlefront is it literally lights up the part of the screen you need to aim at in order oh, to yeah. hit the target. Yeah. So it's it's a different thing. In Alliance, if you aim in the part of the part of the space where it will hit something that you're trying to lead, it will light up and tell you you're correct. Right. Which, the other one Yeah, the other one will tell thing. you the other one will tell you where you need to aim. The other one will tell you if you're aiming there. Yeah. It's just a, sl it's a different skill. Mm. A little less cool. handholdy there. I mean, I don't know. He made it sound like you don't get even that in squadrons. So, mm. well, I'm watching that's the. Interesting. I'm watching some of his video, and it does look like this similar kind of turning green. Hmm. Okay. So there might be Maybe something there like that. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. I mean, in alliance, I, sometimes it's like green, and I fire, and it misses. I'm like. Whoa. And I have to aim a little bit further than it's telling me to, and that's annoying. Mm. So I'm not even sure it's all that useful most of the time. Who knows? Right. Right. Yeah, looking forward mm. to it. And he said for sure you can play with AI and against AI. You don't have to play with any other humans, which I think is fantastic. This that's is good. not an online ladder-only style game. You can play with robots if you want to, and I think that's a good choice. Because I don't have any plans to get great at this. Like, right. <laughs> I don't have any plans to grind until I can compete with the best people. Um, I don't know. I might have a bit of an advantage just because I've been playing Alliance for the last month or so and will have been playing it for a while by the time it comes out. <laughs> maybe. Um, maybe. Maybe some of the skills will translate. Maybe they won't. But I don't care. Just for fun. <laughs> you know, the big difference between this and Alliance that you've been playing is Alliance is like... Here's a heads-up display, and you're on a black screen. Turn your camera until you find the dot that you can shoot at. This one, I can actually see things, right? Like, they bothered <laughs> to put, like, oh, there's an asteroid belt there, and yeah. there's, it's bright. It's not, like, 1999 graphics of black screen with white dots every now and then to indicate yeah. stars in the distance. Yeah, or to indicate you're moving, there's just little bits of debris in space that you're flying through, right? Right, right. Right. No, this is very much, you're fighting near a Star Destroyer, or you're mm -hmm. fighting near an asteroid belt, like you said, or you're on a planet. It's right. much, much more visually interesting. Yes. A lot of Alliance is like, you are in the deepest space. <laughs> and maybe, right. over in that direction, there's some kind of galaxy you can kind of see, I guess. <laughs> right, because it was watching yeah. you play. And uh -huh. I was like, oh, I think I get why he likes this game so much. Mm -hmm. 
I'm watching you fly towards a thing, and I can't tell far away it is. Like it, I can't. I've got no depth perception here. <laughs> like you just feel in <laughs> sync with it. <laughs> so I feel, I feel at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fair entirely fair it did one thing i did notice from the uh the beta videos it felt like everybody was moving kind of slow and i couldn't tell if that's because they weren't running at full speed on the engines or if it's just a little bit slow even if you're trying to go full speed mm. so i don't know i'll have to see mm -hmm, mm -hmm. maybe i'll ask in the comments but either way Either way. Either way, it was really encouraging. It was just, I, I could tell. I could tell what they were trying to do from a lot of the choices they made. But just to hear the designer be like, I went back and I played this game and this is what we're doing in 2020. And I was like, yes, okay. Mm. Feel mm. good. Feel good. Feel good. So that's it. Cool. Uh, I think that's it for the pod then. I think it is. Let's wrap this up. Cool beans. So thanks for hanging out with us as we talk about nerdy stuff and serious stuff and just be nice to people. Uh, please be sure to check out the Patreon page for the podcast as well as the store, just falconpaladin.store for merch. And until next time, as always, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for being here. And until next week, as always, you take care of yourself.